Hello, hello, Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. It is my joy to be with you guys. We have a new episode releasing every Monday on charismapodcastnetwork.com. You can also download the Charisma Plus app. I'm on there as well. You can also go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, pretty much anywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can tap in there. Also, make sure to visit our YouTube channel. We're putting all the video content on YouTube. You know, we've got hundreds of hours of free content on YouTube for you guys to devour for free, just to bless you. Lots of revelation, tons of teaching, great interviews from men and women of God around the world that have a word for this time in this hour, you know, a revelation of the gospel of Jesus Christ so we could know the truth and the truth can set us free. And so that is the heart here on the podcast, Awaken Podcasts. The Lord wants to awaken our hearts to the beauty of Jesus, to the power of all that he has done, who we are in Christ, the tools that we have at our disposal because of the free gifts that come from heaven, because of Christ shed blood and his broken body, so that we could walk it out right here, right now in the earth to destroy destroy the works of the enemy and to walk and release to release the kingdom of heaven in this time and in this hour. And so I've got I've got a friend on my show. She's not a stranger to Awaken podcast and so I'm going to introduce her now. Her name is Anna Warner. Her and her husband Sam, they live in Missouri with their two beautiful children. She is also the founder of Eagles Network and Anna Warner Ministries. She travels internationally and she equips people to see in the spirit to move in the prophetic and to experience healing and deliverance. And so there's powerful moves of the spirit that, that, that take place through her ministry. I've experienced it firsthand. I believe in the, in the books that she writes, she's got tons of um, books that she has written, one including the seer and many others. Um, and so definitely look up Anna Warner. You can go to AnnaWarner.org to find out more about her ministry. But uh, today we're going to be talking about a new book of hers that um, just released and called uh, entitled take the land. It's time to step into your promise from God. And so Anna, thank you for joining me on the show today. Thanks for having me. It's fun to be back here. Absolutely. And so tell us, um, The Seer, tell us a few other books that you've written. I know you've released probably four or five um, by now, prophetic messages so from God's heart. So, on Just to go on record, I actually wrote The Seer's Path. Okay, um, The Seer was James Gull. So he's <laughs> my, that. no, because he's my, um, prof, like, he's my papa, spiritual papa. So I'm like, oh, like, I want to make sure he gets the honor for that book. For that sure. Book is amazing. Um, for sure. I wrote The Seer's Path. Um, seeing behind the veil, letters to the unforgotten, the warrior's dance, and I've co-authored a book, Accessoring the Greater Glory, with Larry Sparks. And this is my latest book, um, Take the Land. And it's getting harder and harder to ramble all those. So <laughs> you just go to my website, look up all the different books I've written. But um, yeah, you got yeah. to get used I, to it because you got more books on the inside of you. One is gonna have to I keep. do, I do. I'm right now. I'm taking a pause from writing and enjoying just my kids finishing school. Mm. Um, but right. yeah, I do have more books. I actually do want to write. It's just finding time. We'll get there. <laughs> absolutely. Grace for the day, you know, and yeah, family is absolutely. so important. And so you have a wonderful family. And um, I want to I wanna talk to you about your book, Take the Land. It's time to step into your promise from God. Yeah. I know that you don't write books, just the right books. I know that you're not just finding topics to, you know, expound on from the word as you do different Bible studies. You're deep in the word. I know that. But I know that each book really is a mandate from God for you. I know that you it hear is. from God. You hear from God. The Lord does a lot in you. These are prophetic messages. And so why why this book in this time? How did this happen? 
Yeah, I wrote this book. Um, I've, I've been carrying this message really in the inside of me, but waiting for the Lord to tell me when to release this book, when and what season to get this book published. And so um, I had a vision a while ago where I saw, and it looks just like the front cover actually of the book. Um, I had this vision where I saw this, it was like this mountain that, and I saw all this group of people climbing this mountain, going up it, and they were so exhausted and weary, and they were just like going to give up. And they, what they couldn't see is they were right because, because of all they could see what was right in front of them, Mm. but they couldn't see that they were that close to literally crossing the pinnacle and getting to the very top. And in the vision, I felt this thing of like, keep going, don't stop, don't stop. You're right there. It's time. And I, even in the vision, I said, in it, I said, it's time to take the land. It's time to take the land. Step into your promise. You're right there. Yeah. And then I came out of that vision and I thought, oh, wow. And the Lord started to speak to me about this very season we're in. So the, the release of this is such a timely thing of God. And I'm so grateful that it all worked out with the publisher to release it right now, because mm-hmm. I genuinely feel that there are those of us who have been contending um, for a promise of God. We've got maybe a prophetic word that we've heard. We've been stewarding that word or praying about mm-hmm. that word for many, many years. And there's a wariness yeah. on the body of Christ mm-hmm. right now. And especially if you've had obstacles, as many of us do, when we have real prophetic promise, when we have a real promise of God, there's going to be some pushback from the enemy mm, and it can absolutely. wear, it can absolutely wear us out um, where we feel at times, you know, like we, we just want to quit. Like I, you know, and, and then the enemy also gets in with confusion did, and you think, did I even hear God? Right. Like it's mm-hmm. been years that I've been contending and believing for this and in the natural I don't see it. I don't mm-hmm. see how this, any of this lines up. Um, and so, but I do believe right now, this is the season to advance forward and step in. Um, the Lord told me that this would be, a, a, we're in a trans, I mean, every prophet always talks about transition. So mm-hmm. I don't want to be just coin that phrase, but you are, you're listening to this, you're watching this now. I guarantee you're in a time of actually stepping in. And with that stepping in, means a lot of change, a lot of um, yes, yes. flexibility needed right now mm-hmm. as we step in. But this, it's an exciting time. Mm-hmm. And this is, I just, I wrote this book really, um, you know, it's, it's very raw, mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael. It's very raw. It shares my own personal family story of, of our, something that we had been contending for now for seven years and the ups and the downs of that, and also what we did in the valleys to, mm-hmm. you know, still uh, believe in faith and, you know, grow in faith towards this and how we stewarded that prophetic word. So it's very raw with practical things, but um, I wrote this to really cheer people on. And I hope it encourages those who read it that they can do it and they are that close right now. Is, is this is the season to step in? <laughs> yes, I believe that. And even just grabbing a copy, I was reading through your book as I was preparing for this time and my spirit was stirred 
because I'm seeing this take place in so many amazing people in my life, so many leaders that, that I'm around, different people in the body of Christ that are just hungry for the Lord, that want to step into the fullness of the plan and calling on their life. I'm seeing the Lord bring alignment and I'm seeing transition take place. I truly am where people have been doing something for two, three years, but believing God to step into something that really is their heart's desire, what they really feel like God's called them to do, but they're doing some Mm -hmm. things in the meantime, as they're trusting, as they're believing. And I'm seeing God begin to ask them to take steps forward in faith to really begin to see this thing take place. So I'm seeing it happen in so many lives as well as ours, my family's life. And so it just, I really, as I was reading through it, I'm like, this is not just something that we say. Like, I believe that this is what the Lord's doing right now. And this book is being released at the right time. I think also, um, and thank you for sharing that about Mm -hmm. your family also being in this place of transition. It makes me feel like I'm not alone, (laughs) Um, but and I know I'm not, but it's nice to hear that from you too, because I've been praying for your family as well. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I, at the very end of the book, I talk about um, perhaps like you have certain tools in how to say climb that mountain. And then Jesus comes along and says, Hey, how about this? And gives you a hot air balloon and yeah. says, How about we take this journey this way? And you say, Wait, I didn't think this is how I was going to get there. Mm. And it seems off course, but actually it's totally the Lord. And it's the way he's going to get you into that promise. And I wrote that because it's kind of a metaphor, a picture, but really, I feel that there's many of us who it feels like this is suddenly we're finding all this happening. And we're like, wow, this seems like a roundabout way. (laughs) This isn't how Mm -hmm. I thought I was where I was it's God got you where you're supposed to be. But there was a couple years in between where it felt like, <laughs> yeah. God, like, are you in this? This sure. doesn't seem to match up with the way I thought I would get there. And you're finding yourself now and you'll look back and go, wow, like he had a plan and a purpose. And there was a training season that I went through and tools that I gained in that process that had I just done it the other way, I probably wouldn't have gained all those tools. There's some things that you and I had to walk through mm-hmm. for a couple of years there yeah. as we were transitioning. And, and suddenly now we find ourselves and we're like, oh, things make sense. But in the, in the moment, it, sound, it seems so roundabout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, we love talking about promises. We love talking about the promised land, but it's the process that doesn't get a lot of amens. Um, you know, you talk about, you talk about waiting on the Lord in your book, which is a chapter that really touches on some very vital things. But Mm -hmm. one thing I want to focus on right now is you talk about the importance of fixing our eyes on Jesus in the process and how the enemy likes to throw distractions or get us in compromise to kind of derail us in that process of moving forward. And I've just seen that in Mm -hmm. so many lives. I've noticed it like even in our lives moving forward. You know, it's just like, okay, I see this little area compromise. We need to give that to the Lord. This this is a distraction. It's not necessarily bad or a sin, but it's taking our attention and affection off of the Lord and distracting us. Because if the enemy, I've I've always, I believe this, if the enemy can't get us in blatant sin and completely derail us, he'll just distract us and he'll do Mm -hmm. anything he can to just hinder our fruitfulness so we don't, you know, move forward and flourish in the things that God has for us and I, I loved that as I was reading through your book. Just like in Song of Solomon 2, I'll just say this real quick. Song of Solomon 2 has been popping out to me where it just says, catch for us the foxes that spoil the vineyard while it's in blossom. 
while it's in blossom, there's little foxes that come in and just try to ruin what God's doing. Yeah, absolutely. And the enemy um, loves to distract us, to exhaust us. <laughs> mm, yeah. Because if he can keep you busy, um, he can keep you off course of what it's really you're supposed to fix your eyes and your time on. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well, I will say, and I wrote about this in the book, part of our journey was, um, you know, we had this promise from God, this prophetic word, but the Lord told us, be careful to not um, throw it out there to everyone to know right Mm -hmm. now. You need to really pray into this and steward it. He actually said, be careful who you bring into the birth room because Mm -hmm. it can delay the process. Wow! And um, with my own son, that was the case. I won't go into all the details, but that was definitely the case of of delayed labor um, because there were so many people in the room. And, and, you know, as soon as the midwife said, get out of here (laughs) to everyone, he came right away. And um, (laughs) wow, that was kind of um, our journey. And I want to say that it was interesting how we would take and you might be listening to this and you can relate. Like we would take, my husband and I would take a step of faith and then right behind that, like following that step of faith, um, a concerned voice would speak into us of maybe this is off the direction or maybe you're not hearing God correctly. Um, are you sure you want to move your family or like, this is such an undertaking for you when you're in a really, you're already so busy right now in ministry. How can you guys do something else? Like add something. It does seems like a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There was a, I could go on and on. There was a, just, it was interesting though, the timing of that um, as we would step out in faith. And so we learned quickly, like, and they were good hearted people really concerned. And I like, genuinely love them. But at the moment it was, it really derailed my faith. <laughs> yeah. And I, the Lord was like, you don't actually need that right now. You need a few, just a few faith filled friends that can give you wisdom. Yes. Like, cause we actually submitted this to our apostolic covering, um, and said, like, if there's anything, as you pray that you have any check in your spirit, like we need your feedback. Like we are open for being teachable and and having feedback, but it was that we weren't like submitting it to everybody because we just needed people that couldn't really say, well, this is a big thing, but we, we believe in faith, you know, just, just speak faith into us when we were going through hard time, believing ourselves as, as every door seems shut. Mm -hmm. Um, you need people to speak into you who are going to have life on their words, carry wisdom, but really carry faith because I fully believe faith is the currency that unlocks vaults in, in heaven. Um, yes. So anyways, that was part of our journey. It was, it's an interesting journey. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's beautiful. And it's really, it's, it's helpful. Like to me, I've seen so many people struggle through that journey of, you know, people just saying the wrong thing at the wrong time, like sharing what's in your heart and then a thousand questions, which deflate faith. Like, well, how are you going to do that? Well, how are you going to provide for your family? Well, how are you going to, well, it's dangerous over there. How are you going to go over there and live with your, if it's dangerous? Well, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just like moments like that where it's like, why did we let that person in? It's like throwing your pearls before swine and not calling individual swine. But I'm just saying like, it's just someone with 
with little faith, it can really not contribute much to it. It's just protecting what God's put in your heart. Even even the word that that Mary got about holding Jesus, she said she pondered these things in her heart. She didn't go about and tell everybody that she was going to carry the Savior of the world, but in who Jesus was going to be. But she pondered these things deeply in her heart, and it's beautiful. Even just about the about the council, apostolic council, people in your life, spiritual fathers and mothers, submitting it to them. Not a lot of people think that way. That is that is beautiful. And you share in your book. I love this chapter where you go into stewarding prophetic words. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know what to do when they get a prophetic word. They feel like it resonates yeah. with them, but how do we take steps forward? What are some practical things that I can do? And you list, I think, more than 10 different things that we can do yeah. when God's birthing destiny and stewarding words. And so I'd love to talk a little bit about that because I feel like people are like, well, where, where do I go? What do I start to do in this process? Right, God can give you an amazing word and then it can just sit dormant on a mm-hmm. shelf and you go, wow, God. Um, and, and just, you know, almost mentally get to a place where it's like, well, I just need this to fall into my lap, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and the Lord with us just said, you know, there's some real practical things in stewarding a word. And so part of our story, we felt to write it down in, in Habakkuk, it talks about write the vision clearly and plainly. Yes. And so we wrote it down um, and we put pictures of what God's planning to do all over my office walls and my kids and me and Sam, we all laid hands on it, my husband and me mm-hmm. and, and just prayed over that vision um, because we felt that there's something in putting it plainly in front of you yeah. to mm-hmm. see is, and we would declare. Um, then we stood on the word and we came up with a declaration over our promise using scripture. And we would pray this as a family together and declare and decree. Um, not always my kids though, I'll be honest, cause they're little. So they could, you know, some of those sure. words were big for them, but my <laughs> husband and I, um, we, we prayed and declared and decreed the word of God into the vision. Um, and then, like I said, we as well submitted it to just apostolic. Like we had a small group of people where we just would, you know, I monthly, I would kind of send an update and just say, this is what's going on. This is every shut door, but here's the open doors we're believing for and contending for Mm -hmm. (laughs) and have them pray along, um, side of us. And then, um, you know, there's just so many things we prayed and we fasting was part of our is, is really a part of our lifestyle. Um, I looked in the scripture. I don't have my Bible right in front of me right here, but where it talks about the disciples, um, it said when they fasted, not if they fasted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember reading that and saying, wait a second, like fasting is, was non optional. Like it was part of their mm-hmm. lifestyle. It wasn't an, if it was when. And so I looked at that and thought, okay, well, this needs to be more a regular part of our lifestyle, just the prayer and and fasting. And, you know, we just saw God do amazing things, but it was, it didn't, it doesn't come with ups and downs. Um, if you're you're really going after a promise of God, you know, there's going to be contending. Um, you know, it says that our war is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. So the truth is, sometimes there's a war over your very promise because the enemy does not want you to advance forward for the kingdom of God. That's right. 
Um, but you have Jesus, you have, we have Jesus Christ inside of us. And I have to say that because, you know, we can get in that place in the Valley where you're like, Oh, is this ever going to happen? God, it just feels like so much warfare. We can fix our, get fixated on almost the, the warfare side Mm -hmm. of things. And, um, I just felt this thing inside of me one day. I remember it was, oh, we had gone through every shut door. (laughs) It was one of those days where it was like, oh, can this get any worse? (laughs) And I literally felt this thing rise up on side of me where I was like, I walked into my office, I shut the door and I could feel, oh, could I feel discouragement all around me? I could feel doubt. I could feel my faith deflated. Like I just was, I could feel it, you know? And I was like, Ooh, I'm not in a good place right now. Mm-hmm. Lord, there's warfare all around me. And I felt this thing and I shut the door and I said, wait a second, my Jesus resurrected from the dead That's right. against everything else. He resurrected from the dead. And I'm speaking resurrection into this very vision, into this very promise. And you're listening to right now. And I feel, I can feel the fire on that. As I say it, I'm speaking resurrection over you, over the very thing that you've been praying, the very thing that you've been contending for, that seems like God, is this ever going to happen? And you may even have given up, but I'm speaking resurrection right now over your hope, over your faith, over um, even even there's some obstacles I see that are there. And I believe the Lord is going to move those. He says, have faith to move a mountain. Well, listen, I pray for the impartation of your faith right now, that God can move those very obstacles that are standing in the way. And um, sorry, I got all prophetic on y'all, but <laughs> that's what we I want. Can- I can feel this thing about speaking resurrection into your yes. family situation right now. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people with family things going on. That is, it's like our family is a mess. My kids are a mess. Um, I don't even know God, if there's a way you can fix this. And I just want to speak to you. The Lord is a God of restoration. He's, he's restoring your family right now and bringing healing your family structure right now. And I, um, I just declare over your kids as well, that they'll get on the right path and see with, see clearly, like almost like a fog, just be lifted off of them to see clearly where the Lord Mm. is, is calling them towards. Yeah. And we could, we can keep flowing at this. I'm feeling the Lord's, I really keep, I keep hearing in my spirit, awaken dreams. And yeah. many of us have disqualified ourselves from the dream that God has put in our hearts because we, you know, didn't see ourselves worthy maybe, or didn't see that we could accomplish it, or we thought it was beyond us, too big for us, or others have disqualified us and said that we can't do this. Who make, what makes you think you can do that or this, or maybe even just in the process of stepping into the promise where it seemed impossible. It seemed light years away. We've disqualified ourselves in the process, just saying, how's this ever going to happen? I don't, you know, and we lost faith and we lost heart. And so I just, I believe that the Lord is awakening dreams again in our heart. And just like you said, he's bringing resurrection life to those areas that we've dismissed or we've pushed to the side or we said, that's not for me. So in Jesus name, we just thank you, Father, right now for just raising dreams to life. 
We thank you for breathing upon the dreams of individuals' hearts right now, the prophetic promises that you have given them. Lord, I just thank you right now, God, that you are awakening them again. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for faith to arise, for faith to arise, for faith to arise, to shatter every lie of the enemy, to shatter a heavy, that spirit of heaviness that tries to quench hope and quench faith. We just thank you, God. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And Anna, if you have, if you want to continue to pray or if you have something you want to share, I feel like this is how the Lord wants us to. I just want to share um, part of in that place. So in case you're watching this or listening to this right now and you're like in that moment where you're like, no, I'm having one of those days. Like this just feels um, like everything that, kind of like all hell broke loose on me. Like anything that could, the enemy could throw at me has come at me. Um, in those days, in those moments, just getting in his presence is honestly the best thing you can do. Yeah. Um, just getting before him in his presence, it says his fullness of joy in the word, but, and you may not feel joy right now, but just earnestly, like I'm, I'm like begging you just get in his presence, get before him in your rawness, in that place of God, this is hard. And maybe my heart is hurting right now, or I don't even know how I can get, pick myself back up right now. Um, besides, you know, declaring resurrection over your situation, you know, I just want to tell you that it's in his presence that he can breathe life back into you. Um, he can restore you. He can um, bring clarity to the vision as well. But it's in that place of his, his presence that you will gain strength. Yeah. I, um, I'm glad you said that, Anna, because at the end of the day, the promise is not the prize. He's the yeah. prize. And that's what keeps us for the long haul. He's what keeps us for the long haul. Whether the promise is fulfilled a year after you receive the word or after God put that in your heart, or whether it's fulfilled when you're 90 years old and before you graduate to, to see the Lord, or whether, hey, listen, maybe it doesn't look or turn out the way, you know, maybe circumstances have. All I'm, all I'm saying is, is that he is our exceeding great reward. And what keeps me in the process and through the hard times, just like you said, is to know that I have access to his presence and that he adores me and that he's my father and that I'm his son and that we walk together and that he wants to, times of refreshing come in his presence, that he it's him. He is everything. Jesus is everything. And so mm -hmm. that is, that that's beautiful. That's, I want to, that's the perfect way, you know, to, to end this. And so Lord, we just, mm -hmm. I just thank you, God, for everything that you're doing in individuals' lives and hearts right now. I thank you that you are the prize and that you are the exceeding great reward. And may you overwhelm every single heart right now with your nature, with your goodness, with your kindness, and God, also that you would just highlight things to them right now and speak to their hearts, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hey, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And Anna, how could people um, get a hold of, you know, find out more about your ministry, also get a hold of what's going on? Because I, I really do, I do believe that this book is vital for this time. It would be, it's going to be a blessing to a lot of people. Uh, thank you. Um, you can go to my website, which is my name, AnnaWarner.org. 
and see um, my books, my resources are there. Mm. Um, I, I do several online schools courses as well. And then I'm, I'm traveling a lot and speaking. So you could, I would love for you to come out to one of the churches I'm speaking at, or um, people can follow. I also am on YouTube. I mean, you can follow kind of my teachings, but start at my website. That's your, <laughs> your best place to go to, you know, people um, can search all around. But I, one thing before we go, I just yeah. wanted to say, because um, as you're praying, I had this thing, um, a flash before me, I, I just saw the word healing. So um, Mm. to those who are listening and maybe your promise, the thing you're contending for is actually healing or miracle in your body. Um, I just Mm. speak the healing power and presence into of Jesus into your body right now. And I thank you Lord by your stripes that they are being healed even now in, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Come on. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Healing is the children's bread. And so we stand in agreement with everybody listening and watching right now, whether it be back pain or whether it be cancer, whether it be, you know, no matter what it is, we just thank you, God, that healing is the children's bread. It's our inheritance in Jesus' name. Wow. Thank you, Anna. It's always a blessing um, to hear your heart and what the Lord is doing. Uh, It's always an encouragement. You're always, you know, you always bring the refreshing word of the Lord as well as challenge people to really have faith and believe God for everything that the Lord has for them. And so um, I'm going to put in the description section here, AnnaWarner.org. I'm going to put her website so we could easily access it. And so thank you again for being with me today. It's always great talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Such a joy. Absolutely. Thank you. And for those who are watching and listening, thank you so much. Make sure, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed, they can be challenged, they can be awakened by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Bless you, and I'll speak to you next time on Awakened Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, Just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours. 
you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in his glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org, lifepouredoutintl.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you.